hearts. Make me ready to do your will. Refine us fire. Make me do your will always. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for making us to see another month. Father, we ask as we go into your word, you will shine your light on these letters in the name of Jesus. And you will make us fruitful for your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Uh, I want to thank God for this opportunity. Uh, thank you to the pastor for um, inviting us to bless the church today. And I want to say Happy New Month to you, church. Happy New Month. Uh, I prophesy this month will be great in the name of Jesus. To be a glorious month all round in the name of Jesus. That whatever we lay our hands upon to do this month shall be successful in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, briefly, we're going to be uh, examining the topic, faithfulness, a key factor in kingdom service. Can we say that after me? Say faithfulness, a key factor in kingdom service. Can we say it one more time? Faithfulness, a key factor in kingdom service. I want to, I'm very sure that our pastor has talked, we've, we've talked so much about kingdom service. Uh, our leaders have, have taught us what kingdom service is. Uh, so let's look at faithfulness. Let's look at faithfulness. Uh, a number of people uh, are not, we have discovered that, especially with this, gener- this microwave generation, we find it difficult to be faithful. We find it difficult to, to stay. Once microwave blessing, one sharp, sharp uh, things. If you, if you look at some, just a few of these uh, other churches or denominations, the kind of things they project, let's say, let's say, and you come like, you come today, you're a fresh graduate, and instantly you become the next Dangote. Even the Dangote you want to become, didn't get there yesterday. So it, we, we found it difficult to be faithful. So we want to look at what it is to be faithful. What, what, how does faithfulness come into kingdom service? And the text is going to be painted. Um, I'm going to be painting this picture using this, this text. John chapter 15. We'll read the first 10 verses. I want someone to pick the mic and read for me because we're going to be... Um, we read a verse and I say a few things about it. Uh, we read the next verse and things like that. So, who is helping me? John chapter 15, verses 1 to 10. Please speak in mind and just read uh, verse after verse. Maybe I should start with verse 1. So, while, while someone is, is searching for that. Verse 1. I am the grapevine. I am the true grapevine. This is Jesus speaking. My father is the gardener. I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. And something here is telling me that God is always using agricultural metaphors to explain kingdom truths. In fact, the first thing we know about God in the book of Genesis was he told us he's a God of seed. After the flood of Noah, he said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time. So God had always, all through the scriptures, God had always been using agriculture as a metaphor. Jesus would tell us a parable about the sower. He would tell us a parable about this agriculture. Mostly, most of the parables of Jesus are on agriculture. Most of the um, uh, metaphors the scripture 
around agriculture, sowing. So now Jesus is telling us um, that he is a vine, is a tree, and God, his father, is a gardener. Now, before we go ahead in this uh, scripture, this is Jesus' valedictory speech. This is Jesus' last uh, speech to his disciples. And you know, when your father or your grandfather is telling you things, you know, you go and do grandpa in the village. Yes, you, everything is saying you will be doing with grandpa. But when you know that this is, he's on his deathbed, and you know, most of these are our fathers, they may call, they say, all the children should come. The last word of every elderly man, we take it seriously. You don't joke, when you know this is his last word, I mean, your father, you may be joking with your father all, all along. When he says something, he says, you will not take it serious. But when you know that this is the last word of my father, he's on his deathbed, or he's, you know that the way Baba has been doing, Baba seemed to be going. I, I could remember some of one of my mentors told me that when Baba Baba Jimmy was about to die, God told him, that man is going home, go and meet him. Make sure you see him. I'm very sure that that my mentor, everything Baba is going to, he said Baba couldn't talk, he was just doing like this man. Like that, he was just claiming everything. Even though he couldn't physically hear what he was saying. But that is how we take last words. Valedictory speeches. The speech, the last speech, you know, the last word, the last instruction or analogy Jesus was giving to his disciples. And he started by saying, He is the vine. And his father is a gardener. Let's go to verse 2. Who is helping us? And every branch in me that beareth no fruit, okay. he taketh away. Okay. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Okay, now. Verse 2 is saying that every branch that does not bring fruit, every branch that is not fruitful, eh, the Father will cut away. In that verse, there are two types of cuttings. The one that is not fruitful, the Father will cut away. The one that is fruitful, oh, this one says prunes. What, what does it mean? By pruning, when a gardener prunes, he trims it. Thank you, man. He trims it. He cuts away some excesses. Now, look, both of them are experiencing cuttings. One cutting is to destruction, to death. The other cutting is to prepare to bring forth more fruits. So, if you are fruitful, and that's why, especially this generation of preachers that say that once you give your life to Christ, that's the end. Of problem in your life. No, sir. The, the gardener, the father is saying that because you are fruitful, I don't want you to remain on that level of fruitfulness. I want you to bring more fruits because in this scripture, in these verses, we are going to go from being fruitful to bearing more fruits to bearing much fruits. Three levels. So, yeah. Two types of cuttings. And look at who put the first cutting. Every brand that doesn't produce fruits. Who cuts it away? Who? Who? Talk to me. The gardener. Who is the gardener? You know, no, who is the gardener? God. Not the one Jesus. Jesus is the vine. God cuts away. A lot of us have we've, we've taken over the business of God in cutting people away. It's not your, it's not the business. 
business of the federal branch to cut away the one that is not producing food. In fact, there may be worms on it. There may be uh, pests on it. It's the father that knows that, oh, this one, he needs, he needs pruning, not cutting away. It's the father that knows what to cut away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So go ahead, press three, please. Now you are clean through the word we have spoken of. Yeah, you. go ahead. Abide in me, and I, and I in you. Mm. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. Okay. No one can be except he abide in me. Now, abide in me. That verse 4, you say loads of abide. Verse 4. Abide in me, and my word shall abide in you. Stay faithful. A lot of us, we you know, one thing I've known about ministry, let me just share this, because while growing up, I asked a lot of questions from some of my mentors, a lot of questions. And in the last couple of years, about 10, 15 years, I've looked at any ministry in this world, any ministry, they go through at least 10 years of wilderness that nobody will know suffering, nobody will know about that guy. It's just God is testing, is this world going to be fit? Are you stable? Are you stable? Are you there? Are you going to rain or shine? One of my mentors, Bishop TDJs, he said he was in the church as an associate pastor for seven years and he preached only twice in seven years. And I looked at it. This generation of people that even before you are called, before before you before you hear flash say not to go about call, the next thing we are looking for is stupid. When he started his ministry, he said he was 10 years old before he clocked 100 members. He was he had started his own church for 10 years before he clocked 100 members. So when you see him after 30 years now, after 25 years, flourish. He has waited. He has been faithful. Just stay Abide in me. Stay faithful to me. See? Okay. Remain in me and I remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is cut off from the vine. So you can be, you cannot be fruitful except you remain in me. So your job of being fruitful, being fruitful in life, is just for you to be faithful. Fruitfulness doesn't come by your character. The fruit will come by God will give you the fruits. But your own, your own responsibility is to do what? Stay there. Be faithful. In rain, in sunshine, stay faithful. Be faithful. Abide in me. Stay faithful to me. See, stability brings trust. Even in our business. When you when you when you when you are doing business with a particular person, or you give your clothes to a tailor, or you give your vehicle to a mechanic, and the guy has always been where is it? He's always disappointing. There was a there was a particular person. Uh, one of my mentors was to recommend him. The guy was a, was a tailor, 
very good. He has a very lovely, excellent delivery. So, but he always disappoints. So why do you want to recommend him? Say his job is good though. He will show a very good photo, but he always disappoints. So the tailor was angry. He said, No, I don't want you to use your own to now make me look bad in front of the person I'm recommending you. So let the person know that you are not reliable. But maybe you can bring the clothes three months after your event. At least the clothes will be good. But you won't be able to use it for the event you wanted to use it for. So when people are not stable, when people are not faithful, you can't trust them as human beings. When people do, hey, you see that it's working today. You say, hey, it's not working again. You go, yeah. You know, young, young, young people, at 21, you are a motivational speaker, you are a, you are a project manager, you are a CEO, you are a, an accountant, oh, yeah, at 21. Yes, oh, you see that motivational work, speaking is not working again. Oh, I'm a blogger now. I'm a blogger, I'm a blogger. You do blogging for three months. Oh, since blogging is not. Oh, I'm a social media influencer. You just keep jumping about. If you're not faithful, there cannot be fruit. If you're not stable, if you can't stay and, and, and wither the storm and wither the time, there cannot be fruit. You can't have fruitfulness. And fruitfulness is, a, is as comes as a result of relationship. If you don't have a relationship, for instance, thank God for our children. Our children are a product of relationship. That is why you say that, oh, this uh, this uh, child looks like the father or talks like the mother. It's a little bit of you, a little bit of her. The same thing with God. When we have a relationship with God, it's a little bit of God and a little bit of us. You won't just hold your hands and say, ah, uh, I've given my life to Christ. Let everything will work. And you won't just say, oh, I, I, we should not suspect our, our common sense. We leave God out of it. Because it's a relationship. When a tree is going to produce fruit, there will be butterflies or, uh, or bees that will go and pollinate, cross pollinate, bring pollen from here and drop it here. It's always as a result of relationship. So for you to be fruitful in the kingdom, for you to be fruitful in the kingdom, your faithfulness to that relationship which you and God has to be there. Next verse, let's go. I'm the vine. Yeah. He are the branches. I am the vine. Ye are the branches, yeah? He that abideth in me, mm-hmm. and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Now, Jesus never talked about bringing up fruits until he finished talking about the cutting. If the branch, because the one that is being pruned during the cutting, if he gets angry, how come now you are just cutting and he leaves fruit? Jesus started talking about bringing up much fruit after the cuttings. So now, if you abide in me, if you remain faithful to the cause of the kingdom, then you will produce much fruit. Now, let's look at it. It started with the one that is fruitful. You put that fruits. I will prune. I will purge. I will prune. So that I can bring up more fruits. Now, you've been pruned. You're bringing up more fruits. But you, are, you still remain with the vine. That's what will make you bring up much fruits. So, you want fruits. You want blessing. You want this. The scripture is telling us that your job, your the only job description is for you to do what? Faithful. 
Just abide. Tell your neighbor, say abide. Tell your neighbor, say abide. Abide. How do we endure the times in life when our gifts are not celebrated? Especially young people. Maybe because I'm closer to the generation, like any small thing, oh, they, are, they, don't, they don't celebrate me there. Oh, they didn't allow me to play. They are not celebrated. The days that your gifts are not celebrated, go and ask anybody that amounted to anything in life. They were they had their wilderness days. Okay, let me quickly summarize the story of Samuel. The Bible says at the end of Samuel's life that none of Samuel's words fell to the ground. Samuel didn't just become that overnight. Now, after the death of Eli, Samuel had been, had been following Eli. We, we know all the story. The death of Eli and his sons. The Ark of Covenant was taken away. Samuel told the elders of Israel the Ark will be returned, how it will be returned, what will happen to the country that took it. And everything Samuel said, word for word, came to pass. Please, who should be the automatic next high priest? Talk to me. Everything he said, the, the, everything he said will happen, happened. What, what happened? They played politics. They went to choose another person. They anointed Eliana to be the high priest. And Samuel, for 20 years, nobody heard anything about Samuel. He was there, faithful, serving. For 20 years, Samuel. So, after 20 years, they should have been our high priest because he went through the time of faithfulness. That was why Samuel could come out only at the end of his life and say, Whose uh, lamb or ram have I taken? What have I eaten? And that was why his words, in fact, when Samuel comes to a town, when he wanted to go and anoint David, when he got to the town, the elders are but he didn't just climb to that level of uh, of influence overnight. He had 20 years whereby his gifts were not celebrated. Can you endure the times that you are faithful? You are still the one that will come and they will play you out. Or it will be like, oh, I'm not seeing the result. I'm not the one in front. You know what was a lot of us fight for the pulpits this like these days. A lot of us fight to be known, fight for position. We are a lot of politics in church. But the job description, the validity speech Jesus gave us. What is your cross remain? That's all. Don't worry about it. the fruits will come. If you abide, tell your neighbor the fruit will come. If you abide, talk to someone and say the fruit will come. If you abide, next verse, please, my sister. If a man abide not in me, yeah. he is cast forth, forth as a branch mm. and is withered. So, if a man does not abide in me, he does what? He does what? He withers. So, you cannot be fruitful if you are not faithful. Fruitfulness is impossible without faithfulness. Go ahead, my sister. If ye abide in me, hmm. and my words, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, if you abide in me, eh? 
we are looking for authority. You know a lot of things. Ah, I share. We'll go to the mountain. That whatever I ask should, should happen. This should happen in my life. This is what I want to see. But Jesus is giving us the only thing that makes whatever you ask for come to pass. What? If you abide in me, then you may ask anything in my name. And it shall be done. Let's take a look. Yes, next one. Herein is my father glorified. Now, where is my father glorified? Though? Where? Give them much fruit. So, so fruitfulness. The fact that you have results to show. You know, God, like he checks out and says, that's my boy. It's it is in your fruitfulness. God wants you to be fruitful. It's, do you understand? God is not a wicked father. He prays, he longs for his children to have much fruit. It is in this that when your when your prayer is answered, that when you ask me anything, when you are fruitful, that when you ask me anything in my name and I will do. So God is happy to answer our prayers. God gladly wants to make us fruitful. But here, the only reason way God will be happy is for us to be fruitful. And the only way we are to be fruitful is for us to be what? Faithful. Go ahead, my sister. The Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Mm. Continue me in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Hallelujah. 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 Faithfulness. 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 In the military term, they call some, something a word. Uh, a way without official leave. And they take it so seriously that they can court martial a, a soldier for leaving his post of duty without official leave. And I want to believe that they took that from the scriptures. Because the Bible says, he who puts his hands on a plow and looks back is not that fits. Are you going to be faithful? Are you going to be faithful? All the things that we are asking for in life, all the fruitfulness we are asking for in life, will only come when we are faithful. I want us to be on our feet. Say, Lord, I choose to be faithful. In the kingdom service, I choose to be faithful. I choose to be faithful. In order of chasing fruits, in order of chasing the things that doesn't concern me, the only thing that the Lord said we should do is to be faithful. Raise your voice and just begin to pray. Father, Lord, make me faithful. Make me faithful. And I want to serve you, Lord, for you. For you deserve all this and more. So I give you all. I want to give myself to you. I want to do what you ask me to. I want to serve wherever you stay. Say the words and I'll obey. I wanna give my life that's real. I wanna serve before for real. For you deserve all this and more. So I give you more. Say, I wanna give myself to you. I wanna do what you ask me to. I wanna go wherever you say. Say the words. I want to serve you, Lord, for you, for you deserve all these and more. 
church next door. That as you have said in your word, that we all we need to do is be faithful. All we need to do is to be stable. Father, we ask for the grace to be stable. No matter the winds of life, no matter the, no matter the contents from you, no matter the pronouns, that we will we'll remain faithful. We will remain steadfast in you. Give us the grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.